Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another great episode of the Solidarity Sports Network. Here, as always, with Stevan Smith. What's up? And John Paul Jackson Recht. Hello. And of course, uh, my name is Tyler Kastner, and we represent the Solidarity Squad. Uh, today, we got a exciting episode. Uh, we are going to dive into some uh, fantasy playoffs. Uh, we're going to do a best ball draft, do some analysis. Uh, Steven, who we refer to as the statistician, has cooked up some great numbers, some great picks for us today. Uh, how are we feeling, Steven? I'm feeling good. I was chefing in the kitchen with the numbers today, and I came up with some good rankings here. So I'm going to share them right now. Hopefully you did not cook like Russ, uh, because <laughs> then this would be an oh, awful no, no, show. No, no, no. They, they stopped letting Russ cook after week three. Uh, so I'm, I'm informed of that. So here we got some playoff best ball rankings here. Obviously, you know, um, certain teams have not been confirmed in the playoffs yet. Uh, so I just went with the six teams that are confirmed. In each conference. Now, Jacksonville technically isn't confirmed in the conference yet, but we're going to assume that Jacksonville beats the Tennessee Titans and advances to the playoffs as the four seed, which would mean that the Chargers are going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first round of the playoffs. That is the only assumption that we can reasonably make for the AFC playoffs because there's a mess at the top with the game hey, being played and things of that nature. Oh, yes. Seven, you know what they say about assuming? Yeah, you make an ass out of you and me, exactly. Uh, so, Jacksonville specifically will make an ass out of you they will, uh, <laughs> yes. to all of their fan base. Yeah, but like you have to make certain assumptions going into a draft this early because obviously the playoff field isn't set. Now for the NFC, I'm going to assume that the seeds stay as is, that the Eagles win their game, that the Niners whoop the Cardinals as everybody expects, uh, that the Vikings beat the Bears to get the three seed and that, you know, Tampa's already locked in at four. That would mean Dallas is locked in at five. And then, you know, obviously the Giants are locked in at six. So with those assumptions, here are the rankings and, for quarterback. Oh, go ahead. And who do you have as the seventh seed? Um, or are you just not taking that into account? I'm not taking the seventh seed of the NFC into account, mainly because whoever has to, whoever makes the playoffs has to play against the Niners defense. And you do not want any part of the Niners defense, you know, with your guy in there. Like even Christian Watson or Amon Ross St. Brown, like you don't want that, any parts of that, because they could have like a two catch for, you know, 31 yard day. So yeah, fair enough. Parts of that. And just to be clear uh, for our listeners, the reason we do have to make these assumptions is we are recording before any of the Week 18 games. Uh, exactly. We are here. Uh, it's Thursday night. Uh, so none of the games have been decided for Week 18. So if you're listening to this after those Week 18 games have concluded, um, you might have some answers to some of the question marks that we might fill in here. Um, and so to the extent that that happens, if one of these assumptions uh, does not come true, uh, certainly that might shake up your estimations and we will try to update our socials. Uh, good time to plug the socials now that I spent all day, cr- uh, finally curating. Yeah. Uh, we do have an Instagram page. Our Instagram is going to be at solidarity sports network and the Twitter is at solidarity SN. Um, so go follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I will also be getting us up on Spotify and iTunes more uh, to be shared about that uh, as that gets verified. And um, we'll definitely have updates on our socials. Okay. Well, let's dive into the rankings here. As you can see on the screen, you guys can see it, right? Just making sure. Uh, Yeah, we can see on the screen. Uh, We will try to get a video version of this on YouTube. So hopefully the viewers can see. If not, we'll just try to articulate as we go. Okay, so we're going to dive into the quarterbacks first, because obviously the quarterback is the most important position on the field and is also the most important position in fantasy football. So I have ranked in the uh, I have them ranked in tiers because, you know, you need to be able to you know visualize the drop off between certain you know players and certain positions. So in the tier one of quarterbacks, it's pretty easy. The top three are Allen, Mahomes and Burrow in that order. Josh Allen is ranked number one because of his rushing upside. That's very simple. You know, in fantasy football, we love rushing touchdowns. We love rushing upside. And then Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. So we're ranking him at two and then Burrow at three. Now, the thing about these guys is when you get into these drafts, you're going to have to draft in mind with the first round is the wild card. The second round is the divisional round and then on to the big game. You want to make sure you have a guy that has a good chance of making the Super Bowl because, or the big game, because 
you know, you'll be able to benefit from them throughout the playoffs. So that's why I have Allen and Mahomes at one and two, because one of these three quarterbacks is going to go out in round two. And I think I'm also going to butt in and say that I think the gap between Allen and Mahomes is not as wide as people think right now, Uh, because since Allen is going to be a two seed, he does get to play in the wild card game, but he also has a lot tougher chance of making uh, the Super Bowl. It's not guaranteed he makes it to the Super Bowl because he'll have to run into the Bengals, assuming that they win all their games before they even run into the Chiefs. So they have a much, both uh, both Allen and Burrow have a tough path to get there. Mahomes is a pretty easy shot. It's just getting past everyone and then eventually facing either the the Bills or Burrow in, uh, in the championship game. But he also doesn't play, assuming they beat the Raiders, he also doesn't play in the first round, in the wildcard round. So that, that I'm just saying that if you're the two seed, and I, I wouldn't be that sad about getting Mahomes. You don't get a you get get a good quarterback for the wild card round. Get someone like Dak. Get someone later on. But um, yeah, I just I, I just want to point out that I, to me, it's more of Allen and Mahomes at the clear top, and then Burrow a little bit like in the one point five tier. I I kind of agree with you. Uh, the only thing I would push back on is, like I said, Allen has rushing upside. You know, he could rush for 60 yards and a touchdown. Mahomes is probably not going to do that. And also in the playoff best ball format, it's standard half point PPR scoring. So that would mean passing touchdowns are only four and rushing touchdowns are six. So mm. Josh Allen could get less passing. Touch- like he could have one passing touchdown, but two rushing touchdowns. Mahomes throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Allen would get like four more points in that scenario. So, I totally agree with you. My yeah. only point, well, it wasn't saying that Mahomes is better than Allen. It was just that the gap isn't as wide as I think people are making it out to be right now. Okay, okay, that, that's a that's a fair point. And, and obviously, with these three guys, you gotta, you know, one of them has to be three. And you know, I chose Burrow because I think that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to have the toughest road to getting to the AFC Championship game. Well, it is interesting, as uh, JP mentioned before. You know, like whoever the two and three seed ends up being are pro- most likely going to play each other. So it's funny that one, like uh, two of these guys, only one is going to advance presumably to the AFC championship game. Whereas the third guy who gets the bye week, uh, you're going to lose a week on the front end versus between the other two, you're going to lose a week on the back end at least. So that's an interesting trade-off. It definitely affects your draft strategy. If you have enough guys that you think you can win out in wildcard weekend um, well, you're going to be drafting Mahomes first. So if you draft Mahomes first, you're probably going to want to back end your skill positions with guys that are definitely playing the wild card week. Uh, yes, that is definitely something to consider. Now, if you go down a tier, I have the very good tier. The drop off between Burrow and Prescott and Hertz, I think, is is pretty is pretty big. Uh, you have to consider the fact that Hertz is the number one seed in the NFC right now, and assuming that he is and sticks with that, you're not going to have the benefit of Jalen Hurts in round one of the playoff best ball format. So if you're drafting Jalen Hurts with your first overall pick, you're going to have to be prepared to basically eat it at quarterback for a week. And, you know, you might not be able to do that if you miss out on the Jeffersons of the world, Lambs of the world, et cetera. So that's why I have him ranked at five. I have Prescott ranked slightly ahead of Jalen Hurts for that reason, because Prescott has the easiest matchup in the playoffs by far versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. And he also would then play Jalen Hurts, who he's played really well, against and so he would have two you would have two guaranteed great weeks of Dak Prescott versus if you took Jalen Hurts with your first overall pick, you might not get to round two. So that's why I have Prescott ranked ahead of Jalen Hurts right there. <sighs> but bro, Hurts so good. Hurts so good. <laughs> you know oh, Jalen Hurts yeah. was my QB one all year in fantasy football. He was my set and forget uh besides the one rain game against Jacksonville, which was like a monsoon. Yeah. Uh but other than that Jalen Hurts is so good. I think he's got rushing upside. You want to talk about rushing touchdowns counting for more than passing touchdowns. That's what Hurts is going to get you as well. In my opinion, adding into here, uh, I would put Hurts above Prescott because I think his upside, even past week one, is so high. He's got that Mahomes level upside. Um, you know, if we're talking about the first seed wild card, he's got that Mahomes situation, but he's got the rushing upside of uh, Josh Allen actually. So I think Hertz is a great value pick. If you're going to put him into a tier below those top three, if you're getting Hertz in the second or third round after the top three guys are gone, I think it's great value. 
Yeah, I would take Hertz at the turn. Like if you have this, if you have the six pick, right? These are six, you know, person drafts. If you have the six pick and Hertz is still on the board, and you could take a skill player and then Jalen Hurts, that would be a very good thing. However, if you're at the if you're at the fourth pick and then they've already taken Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow, and you're panicking like I have to take a quarterback, I would go with a skill position player and then wait. I, and then wait for Prescott or Herbert or Brady in the next tier. That, that's why I have the rankings that way. So moving on to the next tier, I think I'm saying maybe worth the wait because, again, the drop-off between Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and Tom Brady is also very great. But Justin Herbert specifically has a really, really good matchup in the first round of the, of the playoffs. He would play against Jacksonville, who's the second-worst playoff team you know, right now other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he has his full staff. Herbie's fully loaded now. He has Mike Williams. He has Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. He has weapons all around him. So he could easily have one of those 300-yard, multiple-touchdown games and be one of the top, you know, two or three quarterbacks in the first week of the AFC playoffs. And Tom Brady, Tom Brady is going to be a one-and-done. It it is what it is. You know, obviously, you know, you're taking that into account when you draft Tom Brady. But if you waited for a quarterback till about round four or five and all the ones are taken, you know, Brady has the potential to be the best quarterback in the first round of the playoffs because he's going to have to throw the ball a ton to keep up with Dallas. So you'd be getting one just absolutely great week from Tom Brady and then maybe Kirk Cousins, who you take on the back end, you know, gets you the rest of the way. So you're obviously losing a little bit with Brady because he's probably going to be out in the first round, but you're getting that one really, really good week and guaranteeing yourself moving on to the next round and winning one. If you got Patrick Mahomes with the the second pick, I think it would be good to really couple him with someone like Brady, who's going to be a one and done, but produce a lot in the wild card week. There would be, uh, you know, in the draft that we just previously did off, off camera, you know, people were drafting, you know, quarterbacks with their first two or three picks. So, you know, people consecutively have quarterbacks consecutively. Yeah. Like there was a guy who his first three picks were quarterbacks and that was pretty wild. So you never know what's going to happen with a lot of these drafts, but just assuming that like it's some uniformity, there are six players, like there are six people in your draft and then the top six are taken or whatever. Brady would then be, you know, number seven. So you could potentially wait, you know, till the fourth or fifth round to be able to draft Tom Brady. And then you'd have a treasure trove of skill players there. So that's why I think, you know, Brady is in that tier, you know, with Herbert. And then obviously yeah. as you go uh, down. I, I just want to. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to add that I, I totally agree with JP. I think the smart play here is if you get Mahomes early, if you get Hurts in the third, you know, whatever you get Hurts. Pairing them with yeah. Brady as your QB2 is such a smash play because you're going to get yeah. somebody who's going to throw the six, throw the ball for 60 times yeah. in wildcard weekend. And then you come and get, uh, I, I mean, don't count out, don't count out Tom Brady. His back's against the wall. He could easily <laughs> yeah. beat the Cowboys. We've seen him do it the tw- two years in a row now. So if he downs the Cowboys, then you even get more upside, but pairing him with somebody that's off is great. Yeah, yeah, he is in that like, you know, like high end backup tier. And then getting to the to the to the next ones, all of these guys below Brady are gonna be backup quarterbacks, people you draft to potentially, you know, spell you around or something like that. I think that Daniel Jones is the top of all these guys because of the rushing upside and the fact that Brian Dable seems to trust him to, you know, throw it to different guys and you know, they got Darius Slayton who's like a deep threat, so I would put him because of his rushing ability and the ability to throw the ball downfield against a weak Minnesota secondary. I would put him over Lamar Jackson, who's just coming back from injury. So you don't know how he's going to play. Kirk Cousins, you know, has basically no rushing upside whatsoever. And he may not throw, you know, multiple. You would need him to throw like three, four touchdowns for you to return value on him because Dalvin Cook could run in in from, you know, the two yard line or something like that. And then the tier five, I just put these guys on there because they are in the playoffs, assuming that Jacksonville wins the game. If you haven't drafted a backup quarterback, you, you might as well take Purdy or Lawrence, but though that would be the only place that I would take them. Only take Mr. Irrelevant at your Mr. Irrelevant spot. So that's all I have to say about that. So disrespectful. Ryan would be <laughs> rage quitting right now on this entire show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan is our other friend who is mildly tempered, we will say. Um, <laughs> I do want to just add in as a caveat here. Uh, as we said, we're not including any of the teams fighting for a seventh seed just because yeah. uh, there's just so many scenarios out there. Aaron Rodgers has been playing like 
garbage, honestly. Mac Jones, the Patriots don't trust Mac Jones to throw the ball too much, especially in a playoff situation, I wouldn't think. Tua, we don't know if the Dolphins did advance, if he would play. And then we get down to Kenny Pickett, and I don't, I don't think any of us would trust Kenny Pickett in this situation. Yeah, yeah and then Gino the person or I, uh, Goff would have to face against the 49ers, so it's not even a question. Yeah, exactly. We know how Gino did against the 49ers both times this season, and uh, yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> Fair enough. You heard it from a Seahawks fan first. Yep, yep. Heard it straight from the All right, source. So we can go ahead into your uh, running back rankings, Devin. I, I think we can keep it a little more simple here because there's yeah. just such a clear cut here. Uh, so why don't you give it to us? Sure. So to me, I have right there a draft if you have the first or second overall pick. That's what I thought before diving into a draft and seeing you know the quarterbacks being taken. So I would say these are clear first round picks. If you're at the three or the four, I would take you know Christian McCaffrey, who has not only the uh, passing upside or the receiving upside, rather, uh, that other running backs don't have, he has a chance to make the Super Bowl as well. So CMC is the clear number one running back that you want to take here. I would put Eckler not necessarily like close to CMC in terms of who you want to draft, but he's the best of the rest of the people by, I think, a wide margin because he has a great matchup versus Jacksonville in the first round. And Herbert loves to throw the ball to him in passing down situations to get first down. So he'll get you those half PPR points right there. So those are the clear top two running backs, I believe, in the playoffs. Now, on to the second tier, very good. These are all uh, running backs that could, you know, have really big games if they have like multiple touchdowns or, you know, they a couple of them catch passes um, and things of that nature. I have Jerick McKinnon bolded here because and I had Daniel Jones bolded earlier. Those are my ride or dies, meaning I'm going to try to get them in as many drafts as possible because I really believe that they are going to have really good games in every playoff game that they potentially play. So that's what the bold means if you're watching this on YouTube later on. Um, ETN being at six is a bit risky because obviously Jacksonville hasn't clinched yet. But like I said, we're going to assume that they beat the Tennessee Titans who don't have a quarterback who are starting Joshua Dobbs, a quarterback or something. And then, you know, Dalvin Cook rounds it out. They're a, pa- they're a pass-heavy team. You know, maybe he falls into the end zone once or twice. But he is Dalvin Cook, so he is, you know, somebody you need to rank relatively high. Uh, third tier, these are guys you draft in the fourth, fifth round. J.K. Dobbins could have a really good game rushing the ball. Uh, Pollard and or Zeke, you could interchangeably flip those. I think Pollard is a little bit more explosive, so that's why I have him ahead of Ezekiel Elliott. And also, from doing the draft earlier off camera, I think Miles Sanders should be ranked higher on this list because Miles Sanders could it could go to the Super Bowl. And you only need one running back, one pure running back for this format. You need a quarterback, you need one running back, you need a wide, two wide receivers slash tight end, and then you need a flex. So you only need one running back, and by the end of it, you may not be able to – you may not have any, any left. You know, CMC is out. You know, Eckler gets eliminated. Mixon gets eliminated. Well, then you got Miles Sanders, and now you have a startable running back for the big game. So that, I think I would move, I would move Sanders up into the tier of very good for that particular reason. And then late round flyers, James Cook and Devin Singletary, they split backfield work in Buffalo, but Buffalo could go far in the playoffs. So I would rank them, you know, at the top of this tier. Leonard Fournette, if you're desperate, you know, could have a good game, you know, get you that one week and done sort of situation. And then Isaiah Pacheco uh, is another guy. He's in the Chiefs offense. The Chiefs offense is the, like, basically fantasy fo- best fantasy football currency you have right now. So, you know, if you're taking a late flyer, I would take Isaiah Pacheco, who could, you know, presumably fall into the end zone uh, if the Chiefs get close. So what do you guys think about yeah. my running back rankings? Reasonable. Yeah, I mean, not much argument here. I think we are in solidarity. Uh, a couple things that I might move around. Uh, I might move Elliott ahead of Pollard. Pollard does have the more explosive capability, but Zeke has scored, I think, like eight weeks in a row or something now. Wow. So Zeke has that touchdown upside where you know it takes 60 yards to equal one touchdown. So Zeke might have 60 yards and a touchdown and – you know, a catch for 10 yards and then Pollard might just have a hundred rushing yards. So, you know, you got to weigh those out. Um, and then I actually think you're devaluing Pacheco a little bit. If we are talking about getting a running back into the big game uh, for the reason you have McKinnon so high, that could easily be Pacheco. Pacheco 
does have some stability in his carries where he is getting maybe around 10 carries a game. He's not getting those screen plays, those designed passes uh, that McKinnon is getting, but uh, Pacheco definitely could get uh, the touchdown there. And he just gets kind of a solid floor. I would say. I've considered that, but I also looked at the stats and since Pacheco became the starting running back, when Clyde Edwards, Alaire went down, there've been about five or six games. McKinnon has scored a touchdown in every single one of them, and Pacheco's only gotten one. So, like, Andy Reid really loves Jarek McKinnon in the red zone, not only rushing the ball. He had a 26-yard touchdown run to beat the Texans in overtime, which they needed overtime to beat the Texans. What the hell was that? But uh, <laughs> And he also has gotten receiving touchdowns as well. Mahomes loves to target him. You know, Ron Kelsey is a decoy, basically, and McKinnon's wide open in the flat touchdown. So that's why McKinnon is going to be my ride or die in a lot of these drafts because I really believe McKinnon has probably the biggest touchdown upside out of anybody outside of like, you know, CeeDee Lamb or Travis Kelsey or somebody like that. Yeah. And then uh, last caveat here, again, with those seven seeds, I did want to ask JP, we do have a very capable running back that is left off this list. Uh, Kenneth Walker, Mr. K-9. Where would you uh, insert him into these rankings? As I said earlier, any Seattle player, period, just not going to do well against the 49ers, even if they do make it. Uh, the, it would take Brock Purdy fumbling the bag for the Seahawks to make it out of the first round, even if they make it. So as much as I would love that, and as much as I would love to see Ryan's face if that were to happen again, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not putting money on it. Let's put it like that. Fair enough. Uh, one a last thing is that Derrick Henry in the draft, that, again, that we just did before the show, he went undrafted. If you're feeling risky or if you're listening to this and the Titans did pull off the upset against the Jaguars. Well, if the Titans said um, that, he's not going to be on the board. But, yeah, anyway, keep going. Yeah. So, each, so uh, that, that's the caveat well, that's I'm talking fair. about. ETN, if, the, if somehow the Titans beat the Jaguars, ETN's off the board and then I would move Derrick Henry to three. Even though he's going to be a one and done, you would get like, you know, you would get a smash play versus the Chargers. He'll have 120 yards in the touchdown. So that's what I would. Absolutely. All right. We'll take it down to wide receiver slash tight end. The way that uh, the underdog platform at the least does best ball is they put wide receivers, tight ends together. Basically just think pass catchers. So give us your rankings there. Which, by the way, they should have done that for Best Ball Resurrection for all the people that drafted Kyle Pitts really high because you had to draft a tight end, but I digress. Anyways, uh, to me, the top three clearly here, I have Lamb number one because I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I think Lamb is going to be the best player in this format for the first two weeks. I think they're going to smash Tampa. They're going to they're going to eliminate them from the playoffs. And then Lamb always plays well against Philadelphia. So I think Lamb is going to be the number one player in this playoff best ball format for the first two weeks. Now, whether or not they make it past the Eagles is, you know, to be determined. And that's why you may want to take Kelsey or you may want to take Diggs over him. But if you want a guaranteed smash play both rounds, both of the first two rounds, you're going to want to take CeeDee Lamb. And then obviously Travis Kelsey, best tight end in football, one of the top five receivers in football as well. And Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson. So that is my top three there. Now, the next tier, I have people who really could be the best here. You know, obviously, Stefan Diggs is really good and the Bills have a chance to go far. Obviously, Jamar Chase, same thing. A.J. Brown. I was noticing that A.J. Brown was going in the third round of drafts, so he might be a really good value pick back then because people were discounting the fact that, or counting the fact that Philadelphia might not play or probably not going to play in the first round, so they go with somebody else. And then Mike Williams is my ride-or-die wide receiver because I really do believe that against Jacksonville, he could have like multiple t- long touchdowns. Herbert loves to throw the deep so, ball to him, and if he hits a home run or two, that's big fantasy points for Big Mike. So. That's why I have Mike so, in this uh, too. Yeah, I had Big Mike uh, throughout the year, obviously. I, I love the play. Um, i just interested, why do you have Mike Williams ahead of Keenan Allen by uh, pretty by a whole tier? Um, yeah. Yeah, I have because, – because of the game flow, I think, is going to happen with the Chargers. I think the Chargers could potentially put up like 17 points. They could go up 17 nothing easily. And so then – Keenan Allen wouldn't be getting the receptions that he usually needs to, you know, get his fantasy value. Because Keenan Allen throughout his career hasn't really been a big touchdown guy. He's been a guy that would get you, you know, eight to 10 catches for 80 yards and you hope he gets a touchdown, right? 
Mike Williams could get 16 points in one play, you know, 12 points in one play. That's what Mike Williams can do. And for formats like this, that's what you're going to be looking for. You're going to be looking for guys who could break it open. And, you know, if you get a solid floor guy like Diggs and, you know, the first round or the second round, maybe Mike Williams is sitting there in the third round, you take him. I just think Mike Williams has much more upside than Keenan Allen does in the game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fair enough. And then my very good tier, Godwin and Evans are really interchangeable here. Uh, They're both going to have, I think, really good games because Brady's just going to be throwing a shit ton of passes to them. Like, they're both probably going to have, like, eight, nine catches and, like, 90 yards. You know, Mike Evans had, like, three touchdowns last week. You know, he's probably not going to have three touchdowns this week, but he might have one, which would be good. Keep in mind, if you draft Godwin or Evans, you're probably getting them for one week. It's basically like a run of player. And then George Kittle, obviously, he has a chance to go to the NFC Championship game, potentially the Super Bowl. And Brock Purdy, he is Brock Purdy's favorite target. So, you know, you have to put him in the very good tier. Now, this tier is going to be the one that we're probably going to, you know, get the most back and forth on is I think these guys have big boom or bust potential. I put like six of them here. Uh, T. Higgins, obviously, he's in the best, you know, passing offense in the league, you know, with Cincinnati with the three wide receivers. Keenan Allen is in this tier, too. I think that if he does get a touchdown, he could have 10 catches for 107 and a touchdown. He gets you those PPR points with the catches. Devontae Smith could have a couple of, you know, long bombs thrown his way and potentially get a touchdown from Jalen Hurts in the second week. Gabe Davis, you know, he had that 98-yard touchdown on the first play against Pittsburgh. We've been looking for it all year, but in the playoffs last year, that's when he showed it. So maybe playoff Gabe Davis makes a return and gets you some big fantasy points. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is the de facto wide receiver, too, in Minnesota. Uh, You know, Thielen has kind of been phased out and they've phased Hawkinson in a little bit more. Kadarius Tony is a very interesting one because he's a guy that's definitely going to go undrafted in your league. Like nobody's going to draft Kadarius Tony probably. But outside of Kelsey, Mahomes has got to throw the ball to somebody other than Kelsey. He can't target Kelsey 20 times a game. And I think in, a, in the second round against potentially the Chargers or somebody like that, Kadarius Tony could have a really, really good game because they key in on Travis Kelsey that week. And then Kadarius Tony gets free. And I don't trust Juju Smith-Schuster or MVS or Sky Moore is even hurt now. So Kadarius Tony is going to have a big opportunity. And then Mark Andrews, obviously Lamar Jackson is back. You can't discount Mark Andrews, second best tight end in the league, in my opinion. So there you go. Those are guys that could have like really, really big weeks, but could also get you like two fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, mostly I, I agree with you. I think Devonte Smith uh, might be on the top of my uh, big boom potential. Uh, Devonte Smith really was catching fire uh, at the end of the season. It does remain to be seen if he keeps that value with Jalen Hurts back in rather than Minshew, yeah. maybe Minshew and Devonte Smith just had a special connection, but Devonte Smith does seem to be on a roll. Um, and then TJ Hawkinson for sure. Uh, tight ends, mostly are going to be avoided uh, just because you can get a wide receiver or a tight end. You don't have to take the tight end, but Hawkinson is going to be there. If Justin Jefferson wants to have another one catch for 15 yard game and ruin your life, uh, TJ Hawkinson there will be there to pick up the pieces. So definitely want to keep an eye on him. And then Tony, I don't mind the call on Tony. I just think you can't go wrong with any of the chiefs receivers, one of the chiefs receivers, or if you look at, uh, I believe this is the week 17 game. Almost all the Chiefs receivers had like five and 50, right? So you're going to, the ball is going to be moving and it's not all going to go to Kelsey. I agree with you. I would probably go Juju over Tony, but I don't think you can go wrong. I don't think you can go wrong with McCall Hardman, who's going to be coming back, I think, too. That's true, but I think Kadarius Tony is the closest thing to what Mahomes kind of wants to throw to. He's really fast, he's like, he's athletic. Yeah. And he's way more athletic than Juju Smith-Schuster and MVS. So I think Mahomes in his mind is thinking, you know, I could end this drive with a, t- with a long touchdown. I'm going to go to my man, Kadarius Tony. And I think Kadarius Tony is the most talented receiver that they have from a talent perspective. So that's why I'm going with Kadarius Tony over any of the other Chiefs receivers. And then my last tier, I just decided to put three guys that I think could potentially have some value in later rounds, but with the caveat that they need to score a touchdown probably to return on value. And that's Tyler Boyd, who scored the only touchdown of that Bills game, uh, Bills-Bengals game before the DeMar Hamlin injury. And then Dallas Goddard is back, and Hertz was targeting Dallas Goddard, you know, really well at, at the beginning of the year. 
And Dalton Schultz is a guy that a lot of people forget about, but he's as solid as they come from the tight end position. And I would trust him over Michael Gallup or Noah Brown or somebody like that. So those are rounding out my list. Uh, honorable mention: Richie James could have a could have a big game potentially because he's the yes, only receiver. I love Richie James. Yeah, he's the only Don't receiver forget, that uh, Daniel Jones loves to throw to, so he could have a big game. And uh, KJ Osborne is another guy that you know could potentially you could see have having a big game if Jefferson you know is covered kind of like Jair Alexander covered him in the Packers game. So, you know, keep an eye on other people besides this, but this is just a top 20 that I've developed. Uh, yeah. I mean, Richie James, but I was also going to add, don't forget the other side of the field. Um, I don't even know his first name, but Hodgins from the giants has really come on and it's probably out of necessity, but he has multiple touchdowns towards the end of the season. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins, I believe it is. Um, he's definitely a, a good flyer pick, I think. Uh, JP, you got any big booms or flyers for us? No, I mean, I think that the draft mostly wraps up in the top 20 anyway. I don't think, I mean, the, Derek yeah. Henry was on the board, you know, like, I just yeah. think that you're not going to have to reach. I think you'll get the value you need out of the players on this list. Oh, I, that reminds me, I got one more. Uh, Christian Kirk, who I think we saw went undrafted too. Christian Kirk's going to be the number one in that offense, or you want to do slash Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. One of those Jaguars receivers is going to have a good game against the Chargers, against a uh, fire up Trevor Lawrence. I would I would take a shot on one of the Jaguars receivers. You got to be lucky and get the right call. I think it's Christian Kirk. He's the most solid Um so consider that as well. I actually did consider that. And I looked at the stats and, you know, Evan Ingram seems to be the play there because, you know, one of them is probably going to draw Derwin James, you know, or something like that. Like the receivers are going to draw, you know, attention from Derwin James. But the thing about the Jaguars versus the Chargers is I think that if you look at their rosters and the way they're built, the Jags are going to be able to run the football down their throats pretty much all game. Mm. So it yep. could be – so if ETN is in – if if they make it and ETN is healthy, you know, we saw that he might not be healthy and we'll have to get an update on that. But if ETN's healthy, he's a top five running back and you go with him. He could have 120 yards and multiple touchdowns easily. And I think Trevor Lawrence also has rushing ability from the quarterback position to where he won't have to throw the ball for 250-plus yards. So I considered the Jacksonville Jaguars pass catchers, but I don't trust any one of them to put them over any of these 20 guys that I mentioned. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, All righty. Well, thanks for uh, those breakdowns for us, uh, taking lead on that, uh, Mr. Statistician over there. Uh, If you can go ahead and get that underdog draft queued up. So uh, what we're going to do now to try to kind of change gears into a different segment here, uh, like we said, we are going to do a draft live on air. Uh, We're going to do the gauntlet over on underdog. It is the best ball of what we've been breaking down fantasy draft for the playoffs. Um, go ahead, Nenner. Okay, yeah. I, I was going to yeah. probably go over the rules. So if you could see here, there's like tens of thousands of entries already, even though the playoffs aren't set. It's, you know, there are four tournament rounds. The draft size is six, so there's going to be six people drafting with you to draft 10 players. And you have 30 seconds on the clock to make every pick. Here's a brief, you know, look at the prize breakdowns. The winner gets 100,000, 35,000 on down. And then... Here's the scoring, you know, half a point per reception, receiving standard TD half and PPR. Are six. Yeah, standard half PPR. And then here are the basically roster requirements. Now, notice you have two wide receivers slash tight ends and only one running back. So you don't want to load up on running backs necessarily because you only need one of them to, to start every week. So I would flex. draft more. Yeah, yeah, you have flex too. But what I'm saying is as long as you have just one running back left, you're good. Versus if you have only one wide receiver slash tight end, you know, you're kind of screwed. So, yeah. So I think this is where we were talking about strategy earlier. Taking a running back, uh, you're going to have some bench options. Taking a shot on a Pacheco, on a Miles Sanders. Or James uh, Cook or Devin Singletary. Definitely a James Cook or Devin Singletary. One of those guys, you've got to kind of call your shot. Who is going to make a Super Bowl? Take the running back, even if it is Pacheco on a team that's not going to run the ball much. You want to be able to qualify uh, when you get to those later rounds. For sure. Okay, without further ado, let's get into it. $25 
gauntlet draft. This is the solidarity draft. All three of us are pitching in. We're going to split the winnings on this. This It's going to be really exciting. Hopefully we get one of those top two picks uh, because we did this from number four before the show and it was not as juicy as you would like it to be. So yeah, there's probably not going to be a guy that drafts three quarterbacks in a row now. So like that's the failings of our peers allowed us to have a good draft. (laughs) The failings of our peers. That is a very good way of putting it. So yeah, I'm hoping to get one or two or five or five or six. The middle does kind of suck in a lot of these drafts because you don't get the turns. Yeah. And I mean, that is the setup of daily fantasy drafts. If you do those, this is basically like a daily fantasy draft. Um, You either got to get lucky with where you're placed or you got to get lucky that you have a couple stooges in your draft <laughs> who are just going to yeah. fuck shit up. A couple uh, of Josh's, better phrase. joshing around. Yeah. Dang, it's taking longer to You do need some people fill. joshing around. Yeah. It's t- taking longer to fill than I would thought. I would think, but, you know. Okay, it's filling now. All right. We're waiting on two more people, one more person, and we can get started on the Solidarity Best Ball Draft yeah. brought to you by Underdog. They are not a sponsor, but Underdog, <laughs> if you're hearing this, and we know that you are, you can go ahead and uh, send an offer our way. Yeah. We know you are. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you may oh, be listening from. We got four from, again. We got and four we got four again. again. Okay. Dude, I don't know Lucky if we go number so, again. So here's the strategy I'm thinking here. So I'm thinking, I'm hoping that they take Hertz at three. That's what I'm hoping so that we can get McCaffrey. But we'll see if like, because there's a clear top three here. I'm hoping one of those will fall. But yeah, if, if we're there, we probably got to take Kelsey again. Because we think we can wait on Eckler, right? Is yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can wait on Eckler. We can wait on Prescott potentially. Yeah. Now, if Hertz is available at nine, maybe Hertz will Hertz. not be available at nine. But yeah, yeah, probably not. So yeah, you know, honestly, yeah, like you know, we took CD and Travis Kelsey in the last draft. I love that. So we might we might do that again. Honestly, you know, I would like to. Oh yeah, because we got Kelsey with our second pick, right? We got Kelsey with, no, with our first pick. I took Kelsey four and then I took CD. Well, okay, I have to bring something oh, no, up. The thought of taking Hertz at four just because we need a quarterback to go to the Super Bowl. He is a QB one on the year. I would not be opposed to taking Hertz. I and then we could get Brady later. Point. And then we could get Brady yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. I'd be fine with that. Okay, you know what? Okay, I think so it's, if, I think if it's they take play out Hertz or McCaffrey, Hertz or McCaffrey, okay. yeah, exactly. So like, that's what we're yeah, Hertz or McCaffrey, we're in. Yeah, we're in. Okay, we're good. So you kind of see the inner workings of how this goes. You got to give and you take. You got to play the field and what's going to fall to you later on. Okay, so Allen and Mahomes go first and second. No surprise there. This guy's taking a long time. Might be auto drafting. So we'll see McCaffrey go potentially. He is the Madden. Oh, yep. Yeah, well, yeah, McCaffrey yeah. went. So he's not auto drafting though. So now we know. Okay, so we're going to take Hertz at four. Not bad. Now at nine, My ride or die of the year. Yeah, exactly. Now at nine, it's going to be interesting. Do you want to take? I think he takes Burrow. Huh? No, we have nine. We have oh, nine. I'm saying that's I think the guy. Oh, he didn't. Diggs went fifth. Wow. Wow. Diggs went. Fifth. They probably think that he's going to go to the Super Bowl. Wow, Yo, Jamar Chase. Yo, if Kelsey's available at nine. <laughs> it's either Kelsey oh. or Lamb. Yo. Oh, dude. Taking Kelsey at nine, bro. Yeah, we'll take Kelsey. We're taking Kelsey. No hesitation first there. First of all, yo, yo. First of all, that could be the Super Bowl, right? There. Great idea, Bowl, taking right? Hertz at four. That's all I got. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you, you nailed that shit. <laughs> you nailed that shit. Yeah. Wow. We could potentially I, I, have the QB one in the big game versus the wide receiver one in the big game. Exactly. Yeah. This is like a team that's built to actually go. Now to we the need Super Bowl. to build stuff to get there. Exactly. Because yeah. so like now, neither, great play, gentlemen. Remember, neither of our players play in the first round. That's true. Yeah. So we, we got to start building right. out. We got to start building inward too. So uh, thinking, I also think we need to look at running backs uh, because the drop off at running back is pretty steep. Yeah. I'm hoping Austin Eckler is available at 16. That's what if I'm not. I think I'm we hoping. take Mixon. If, yeah. Yeah. Or Eckler McKinnon. Or Mixon. No, no, McKinnon's on the Chiefs. Oh, he's on the Chiefs. Yeah. We, we have Chiefs, to take yeah. Mixon. Did Gabe Davis and George Kittle went this early? Wow. Wow. So there goes T. McKinnon. Higgins? Oh, if we get Eckler, boys. Oh, Eckler, obviously. It's lit. It's lit. If we get Eckler, boys, Madden Curse is going to take a sweet time. If we don't get Eckler, are we T. Higgins? or If we don't get Eckler, I think we take Mixon. We need a running back. We need a running back. 
So like, I, I think we, we all take, I think we take uh, yeah, we already got Kelsey. Receivers are deeper. Okay, Eckler just went. Damn. So I think we. Okay, I think wait, we hold on one second. Hold on one second. We got Pollard, Mixon, and Sanders. Um, so I, between Mixon and Pollard, Mixon, I just don't think is going to get a lot of work. I think the Bengals are going to pass a lot. True, but he's like in the most pass heavy offense. But but he's in an offense. All right, JP, break the tie. Mixon. That's Mixon. Mixon. Yeah. All right. We need we need a good a good running back here. So like we're going to take Mixon. Because right, receiver so, is much deeper than than you know running. Yeah, back absolutely. Is. We needed a running back there. We got yeah. a guy who's going to play in week one, and if for some reason the Bengals take the one seed, well, then we got Kelsey in week one. So that was a really great play. Well, they're not going. They're not going to if they don't play the game. But you know, they we'll, we'll see what they do with that. Well, um, uh, well, the Chiefs could lose to the Raiders and just blow everything. Okay, so here I'm thinking. Okay, so Smith just went. I'm thinking here we take Cook. I would not be opposed to Dalvin Cook if we against if the soft Cook, Giants defense. Oh, do we? Ha- is it our pick right now? Yeah, I take. Is our pick? Cook. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Cook. Yeah, Cook. So we got Eck. Oh, not Eckler. We got Mixon and Cook on our running backs. So we're hoping that the Bengals, you know, advance pretty far. And, and so now right. for our third running back, we probably want to take like Singletary or James Cook. Or so I think we need to wait and punt on our third running back and get yeah. one of those flyers. Exactly. We get need to flyers, build yeah. up at receiver. Yeah, yeah, for sure, or, or tight end. Yeah. Mike Williams is there. I would not be opposed to Mike Williams. I would also not be opposed to Mike Will. If Mike Williams is there, we're taking him. There we go. You hear it here first. I can't believe uh, Purdy's ahead of Herbert. I think people are thinking he's going to go. It's just going to go further. I think the people are thinking the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. That's the only reason you would take Brock Purdy is because you think he's going to be actually playing in the Super Bowl. Dawson Knox very, very early, I think. I mean, he could, you know, have like a – he could be one of those boom guys, you know, if Allen targets him, but – All right, come on. Let's see. So we do have a little bit of a lull in the draft at this point. People are filling up their clock. They took Pacheco we got, over Saquon. Wow. I will Pacheco say that if I had Saquon. the draft back again and I knew what was going to happen, I would have taken Miles Sanders and then taken Saquon here. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got um, – Yeah, I, I think Cook could go. Like Cook is going to go to the second round. And we can wait to get like a running back at the end. So we're gonna we're gonna take Mike Williams. That's yep. Keenan Allen. So we're gonna take Mike Williams. Yeah. Yep. So Mike Williams, my ride or die. We got him. Awesome. Uh, so our receivers are Kelsey, um, Mike Williams, and or Kelsey and Mike Williams, and then our running backs are Mixon and Cook, and then All our right. quarterback is uh, my guy. Let's filter oh, wait, by Ayuk running backs real the, quick. Ayuk is still on the board. Huh. Wow. Well, yeah. let, let's look at receivers. Actually, let's look at just receivers. Right yeah, we now. need to probably take a receiver next. Yeah. All right. So we got Ayuk, Goddard, Schultz, Godwin. Look, I think if Ayuk is there. From there. If Ayuk is there, we take Ayuk. I agree yeah. with that. My problem with Ayuk is if we do think that Purdy is He's going gone. to combust He's gone. in the playoffs. He's gone. Yeah, Ayuk All right. Well, that taken. saves a headache. Yeah, saves <laughs> that headache. saves. So I'm thinking. I think we look, look at the RBs. Yeah. So I'm thinking at this point, we take James Cook. Because like, it's too can, early for Cook. I think we can get Cook a lot. No, but look, look, Cook is like five on the board right now. Like, like he's like uh, he's like showing up on the board right now. I think we take Cook. Somebody, somebody, you know. Mm. I mean, I'd rather Cook than Zeke. Yeah, exactly. I think now we're drafting for like you know to have a running back in the run. oh ETN just went. So I st- ooh, oh, I oh we could have had ETN. Scroll down a little. But what about receivers as well? We we are still pretty thin on receivers. Um, we do need somebody Hawkinson. to flex. It's well. all tight ends. Hawkinson, I'd rather. Maybe? I'd rather. <sighs> it's up to you. I, think I don't want James. another Viking. I think we take James. Cook. Okay, then James Cook. Yeah, we're running out on time. I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think we take James Cook because he could, he's going to make the AFC Championship game. So yeah, I think we take because we got we got right. now Cook and we have Mixon. So we're going to have a running back Ooh, in the AFC Championship. Yeah, right now. that's a good that's a good point. That's why I was saying we should take. Okay, Cook. all right, fair enough. Okay, so now quick, how, how many? So picks now do that we have Herbert left? went, yeah, we, I think we have like two. If we have maybe, two picks, but, I want. Oh, we still need to get Brady. Yeah, we need to get Brady. We now. need we need a receiver and a quarterback. Is Brady is, is Brady, we need to fill this out. Is Brady gone? Yo, oh no, Brady's no. still there. Okay, yeah. So I think we take yeah we take Brady. I do think we, we need take, to get a receiver first. Do we? Yeah, take I was Cousins gonna say, do we take Kirk? Hold Kirk on, hold on, hold on. We need to take a receiver first. Quarterbacks are going to be there. There's plenty to pick from. Let's look at receivers real quick. No, no, no. This guy has to take a quarterback next. So I think we take a quarterback here. Like we got to take our backup here. <sighs> I would take Brady. 
Brady, we're in agreement there? I think he's going to have a lot of upside week one. Who's our quarterback? We have Hurts, so he's not going to play. Yeah, take Brady. Take, take Brady. Take Brady. Okay, Brady. Brady's in. Welcome to the squad. Okay. <laughs> Imagine if I take Cooper Rush by accident. Oh wow, <laughs> we had two zero QBs coming up. Okay, that's All right, what I'm saying. Enough. Yeah, I exactly. You got to look at you know. Yeah. So Brady was definitely going to be gone. All right. So play. take a look at the receivers. Okay, receiver. Yeah. We are all in on receiver with our last. Yeah, exactly. Pick. Yeah. I, I do not mind moment. Goddard. I do you not mind stack? Goddard. Do you want to do the stack? Do you want to do the stack with like Mike Evans? Because Ooh, then that's a good, it's that's like a, a guarantee. It's a, then it's a guarantee that like you know we got his number Mike one. Mike Evans has been hot recently. Yeah, so I think we take the Brady stick because Brady is going to be our Week One quarterback. So I think we take his best. Yeah, receiving Who's our yeah. wide receivers. We have Kelsey. We don't have anybody on Tampa Bay. That, that's that's, I, well, that's I know, but I, I want to know who are. Can Who's you just scroll down? There? It's right there. Oh, um, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah, we have Mike Williams. Yeah. So like. So, yeah, I think we take Mike Evans here. Yeah, I think we take Mike Evans because we can flex him. Yep. And yeah, I think we got I like one more pick after stack. I think we got one more pick after this. So, yeah, we're, is Godwin oh, already real? gone? Yeah, Godwin's, yeah, already Godwin's gone. gone. So, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Godwin's gone. So we I took would take Mike, Mike Evans. Evans over Godwin anyway. Yeah. Okay, we have one yeah, more Yeah, for real. We have two more picks. Okay. Oh, so shoot. Okay. So now. Listen, listen. I would make the pitch for the Goddard stack. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, for later on. I don't know if he's going to be. He, there's no way Goddard makes it, but also, Kirk is Loki still on the board? Christian Kirk? No, Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins? You think we should take a third quarterback? I am very confident in Brady for Week One, and I'm very confident in Jalen Hurts the rest of the way. But Dallas' defense is pretty. Dallas's defense is pretty damn good, though. So I'm pretty like, sure. Th- my point is that I think either the Vikings or the Eagles come out of the NFC. So you think the San Francisco is going to – you think Brock Purdy's magic is Oh, that's end. a fair point. I forgot about No, I will say this. If Goddard's available here, we take Goddard. Yeah. But, like, if they take Goddard, then I think we take Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in on Goddard. That's a good stack to yeah, have at that's the a great end stack, of the yeah. road. That's a great stack, yeah. Okay, so. Because you know Goddard's a PPR machine. Yeah. All right, click on running backs real quick. Click on <sighs> – I want to see who's left here. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Yeah. Ooh, those are disgusting. Yeah, crap. Yo, Kenneth yeah. Walker, that's though? No, no. We're not <laughs> no, doing it. No, 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 we're not doing it. No, no, no. Auto veto, man. That's auto fine. I, I agree. We should take Geno Smith. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, okay. Honestly, though, Daniel Jones over Kirk Cousins. No. no. Giants think, are prime for the upside. No, no, no. no and he's got the no, rushing no. upside. No, 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 no. Kirk, Kirk is going to – they're going to win the game. We yeah, let's take Kirk. Kirk. Let's take Kirk. Yeah. We agree on Kirk? All right. And that – I dissent. We do not have solidarity on Kirk Cousins. I want okay. that to be okay. noted for the record. So, but, but at least we have options now. So if Brady sucks, we got Kirk Cousins versus the Giants. So, yeah. That is so true. That is true. So if Brady sucks against Dallas, is really good defense than we have. But then that means Mike Evans sucks too. Well, if Brady so. sucks oh, against Dallas's defense, we might not make it to the second round. But Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But we think – But we Y'all. think. We're betting on primetime Kirk. What did we do? What did we do? We're not betting. No, on we got Brady. Kirk. But we got Brady. We got Brady though. So that's yeah. We're not, no, we're not betting on primetime Kirk. We're betting on the Vikings upsetting the 49ers if Dallas upsets the Cow- yeah. or if Dallas upsets the Eagles, and we don't have. Okay, Kirk so anymore. let's look at. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's look back at our team. We got a rundown. So we our quarterbacks. We have Jalen Hurts, who's not going to play in round one, but we got him for if we make it to round two, we got the best quarterback. So potentially, so then we got Brady and Cousins for round one. So hopefully, one of them plays a good game. For running backs, we got Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, and James Cook. We got two cooks in the kitchen. Oh, we got the brothers! Hell I didn't yeah. even realize that. <laughs> are they actually brothers though? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, are. yeah, legit. Wow. Okay. I thought it was like Bogdanovich, where like they're not like actually brothers. They no. just happen to be named Bogdanovich. <laughs> they okay. just have the most obscure name exactly. in the world, exactly, and not and a common then name. We got Kelsey, who probably isn't going to play, and then we got oh wow, so like we got so we're relying on Mike Williams and Mike Evans. So we're relying on two Mikes and two Cooks. So yeah. and Goddard, hell yeah, but Goddard's not. Gonna well, play. Goddard's going to pass Week One too. So, so is Kelsey. Basically, yeah. we're. We're going to get one running back, two wide receivers, and a flex. So essentially, so we're starting um, Joe Mixon and Delvin Cook. Yeah, exactly. So we're so yeah. our starting lineup mm-hmm. is likely going to be. Well, there is no starting lineup because it's best ball, but we're likely going to be pigeonholed to Joe Mixon and Delvin Cook. 
you know, on the off chance James Cook goes off, we have him. And then Mike Williams and Mike Evans are going to be our receivers, basically, for the first week. Oh, that's right. There's no starting lineup, so it's just whoever performs best, the best, we yeah. get their points. But we yeah. but we legit only have two receivers in play, so those exactly, are definitely yeah. going to count. But and honestly, man, the- like, this team, if we end up getting to the big game, like, I think we'll probably have, like, one of the best Whereas teams. our first draft is more, was your draft, was more designed to get there. Our draft yeah. is designed to be there. <laughs> Is designed, to, is designed to win. Yeah, my, I, I did it before, so like we're definitely going to get out of round one in that draft, probably round two in that draft, but then we're screwed because we don't have a quarterback. Yeah, here, if we get past round one, we're going to be a force, but who knows For if sure, we get past yeah. round one. <laughs> so like hopefully Brady or Kirk doesn't screw it up too bad and we can we can get that. But yeah, I would say that that's a pretty good Brady right and there, Kirk. Kirk. We need either of them. Yeah, we, we got Kelsey with our second pick. That's a win. That's how it's done. Drafts yeah, are that was a great call by you, JP. That was a great call by you. Yeah, I had no it. idea. Kelsey going nine is wild, bro. Like that's crazy. Well, these okay. drafts go fast and furious. So hopefully, something we said has helped you influence uh, if you are going to partake in all the festivities. Um, you do have to draft before the. Uh, there probably is a specific cutoff time. Yeah, the cutoff time before. is is January fourteenth, so the day of the playoffs at twelve thirty. So you have to draft. You know, 30 right before minutes the before game starts. R- Thirty minutes before the first playoff game. Yeah. So if you're listening to this uh, before games start, but after week 18, some of those things will probably be settled for you, draft accordingly. Um, and yeah, that was a blast, fellas. I hope that we get mm-hmm. past that first round because I, I really like our upshot there. Yeah, uh, it's the great, solidarity great team. Pick. You know, look for Trial God 24 at the top of the, at the, top of the charts. We might be winning <laughs> that 100,000, boys. Yes, sir. All righty, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. Um, and... Ladies and gentlemen on the pod, we will see you all next time.